And so, you know, let's go back and think, okay, what has the Lord called us? What's the true heartbeat of Battle Creek Church? And what is engraved in, I would say, in our DNA? And for us, that's orphan care. Welcome to the Missions Pastor Podcast presented by One Child. One Child is a global community of child champions that serves children in poverty so they can discover hope and reach their God-given potential. We believe that the local church has the message of hope that the world desperately needs to hear. And in every episode, we highlight churches, pastors, and ministries who are working to bring that hope to hard places. I'm David Jesse. I'm your host for today's conversation with Delmi Guajardo. Delmi is the missions director at Battle Creek Church in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Battle Creek Church is a multi-site church, which adds a level of complexity to developing a healthy missions ministry. I asked Delmi to explain why thinking strategically about missions is important in a multi-site church. Absolutely. So we have done missions here at Battle Creek, I would say maybe in a very various ways. And, you know, from my experience, I've been on staff here for around five years and doing, I've been in my role for like around three. And I remember that at some point in our lives, we were kind of everywhere, I would say. And I think it's just the nature of just the church as a whole. You want to reach as many people as you can. You want to do good as many times as you can. And you just don't want to ever limit yourself. And so, um, we did missions. We tried it up in different ways and different formats. And I want to say probably within the last um, maybe around 10 years of the church, we, even when it came to an international focus, we try to say, OK, rather than us going around the world, you know, everywhere and not really be planted or rooted in one place, why don't we, you know, choose one country that we feel like there is a connection that we can invest on and we can really just spend some time with the people and just see it grow. And so Egypt has been that for us. Um, Egypt is where we do a lot of our international mission focus. Um, If anything, I would say 100% of it goes there. And there is a closeness to it. Uh, Pastor Alex comes from an Egyptian background. So there is some, you know, I would say there's familiarity with the country and how they started was pretty much like we're going to stay with friends and family and we're just going to go see what's going to you know what's going to happen on the other side and so we've been in uh, Egypt for quite some time Um, it has grown so much so you were able to see it from being you know meeting in a living room to now having its own facility and to now be spread out in the country and so they just opened another city right now in Egypt called El Fayum and it's another community center that they have there. So that's why for us, it was rather than being everywhere and, you know, all the places in the world, why don't we really invest in one whole um, country and just see it grow and really be there for the people. So every year that you come, you come back to the same place and the people are able to, you see them grow, you see them expand, etc. Another, so with that being said, um, we felt like, okay, we're in local, we're kind of similar. You know, we found ourselves, um, doing homeless ministry. We found ourselves having our own food pantry to having our own, like, um, closet for clothes for just for people to come and get. And so we were everywhere. And then there comes a point where you're like, okay, I am giving my energy is 20%, 30%, 50%. And it's just kind of everywhere. And so, you know, let's go back and think, okay, what has the Lord called us? What's the true heartbeat of Battle Creek Church? 
and what is engraved in, I would say, in our DNA. And for us, that's orphan care. And so we found ourselves thinking, okay, well, how are we going to do missions? You know, we we also have a couple of nonprofits that we partner with that are from church members. But the beauty of it is I feel like when you trust the Lord and you're like, hey, Lord, guide us where you want us to be and just open the doors that you need to be open. Even the nonprofits that we partner with within our congregation kind of bleed into who we are as a whole. And so um, we went from, you know, doing a couple of things as central missions. We were kind of, like I said before, everywhere to thinking, okay, well, if the Lord has really put orphan care in our heart and adoption, why don't we really maximize what that is? And so, you know, it started with an adopted ministry and teaching classes to families on, you know, what is adoption, the different ways to adopt and what does it look like to, um, you know, bring in a new person into your home. And then we went from that to foster care. And we feel like that is the biggest pressing need right now. And so um, we have a great relationship with DHS. And we were like, hey, what are some of the needs? What are some things that we can come alongside you? And so um, we have different things here at Battle Creek that we do uh, to support both adopted parent, adopted parents and foster parents. Um, and so anyway, I think for us, one of the things that has been pretty awesome, and I would say it's a, a great strategy for multi-site church, especially when you have so many different campuses and you kind of want to help them out like, okay, we got to stay somewhere all together. Um, but having one vision and saying, hey, how you do that in your community, uh, it's going to look very differently. And so um, that's kind of been a little bit of how um, we've done missions. I will tell you, um, even this morning when I was thinking like, okay, what are some things, you know, that I could share? Um, There is a platform that we use that's called Care Portal. And um, it honestly has probably been one of the best tools that we've used as a church because it has allowed to us to be able to be the central who kind of tells them and troubleshoots for campuses. And then it has been able to empower campuses to be present in their community. And so for us is, you know, our central offices are here at Broken Arrow. Well, as Broken Arrow, we can't tell you how to do ministry in downtown Tulsa. So downtown gets to really be an empowered place for their whole community. And so we've seen that um, just, you know, throughout this past few years, we've been able to see just really the church being the church with their community. And so that's been very awesome. Um, And so that's a little bit, I would say, maybe kind of like. Why is it so it's important for us? But I would say you have to have a strategy um, and you do have to think, um, okay, I can, you know, as a team of two, we can do so much. But if you work with the campuses and you empower them, then they will be able to empower the community because you can't do mm-hmm. six different areas. Right. Yeah, It's interesting because you bring up the, the reality that globally, you know, all of the different campuses are united around the central, the central work that yeah. you guys are doing in Egypt. Correct. Right. Yes. And so all of the ministries and, you know, and that's it's kind of easier for for multi for different campuses to do it that way because. Yeah. It's overseas. And so the yeah. ministry work is done. But then also it's very contextualized for each campus when you guys do local. Yeah. Um, I love that. So so for you, what are some of the, you know, uh, the differences for you 
um, in leading the the missions uh, ministries of the of these different campuses and providing oversight. What are some of the differences that you've experienced in doing that versus what maybe a church that's just a single location church would go through? Yeah, I would say learning how to study the communities that they're plugged in, or learning how to really know what they have around them. And so, Midtown in Tulsa is going to look very differently than how the Jinx campus is going to look. And so, what is the need of the Midtown? campus. And so when you are a church of one, it's easy because you know where you're planted, you know the community that you have, and you know kind of what the work that you're wanting to do within um, that area. Now for us is, okay, we not only think about Broken Arrow, but then we also think about Jinx and we think about downtown and we think about Owasso. And we want to be intentional because what matters at Owasso, it's not necessarily what matters at downtown. And so one mm. of the things that we have done is, okay, we really focus, our overall focus mainly is on orphan care. But we also know that at Owasso, there is a, um, a ministry that's called New Leap that is for special needs, and that is very big for them. And so they're able to empower their community um, by doing, you know, serving with them or doing events with them, et cetera. And so you kind of have to learn how to study a little bit of the areas that you're working with. And that sometimes can be a little challenging because, um, you know, when a need is coming in from... Uh, DHS uh, for downtown, we have to find a Spanish speaking person. And um, most of the time, or if we have a need coming in from Owasso, well, it's going to be different. And so also that is like also teaching our congregation, you know, how to love them the best way. And um, especially at a congregation where primarily um, there is more, you know, English, we speak English, the downtown campus is probably our most diverse when it comes to that. And so, but everyone wants to help. And so how do you build that bridge between a Spanish speaking person and, you know, an English speaking person? So those are some challenges that we can, you know, sometimes you can be like, okay, well, we have to rethink this or we have to try to figure out how we're going to do that. Um, But I will say it's been just very beautiful just to really see our church just um, really put arms alongside their community. So. So you mentioned that you've been leading missions at Battle Creek for three years mm-hmm. now, right? In this role, yeah. right? Um, what um, are some of the most important lessons that you've learned? Not may- Maybe not just specifically regarding multi-site, but about leading um, missions kind of in the 21st century as you've navigated some of the weirdest times in missions ministry yeah. um, for the local church uh, in history. What are some of the lessons that you've learned about that? I have the biggest one is, man, you can't do this alone without discernment. You <laughs> more than anything. Um, I think after COVID, uh, you probably could agree with this. It's just, it's different. The world looks very different. And I think we all have, our needs become so much bigger than every other, another person's need. And so learning how to prioritize, I have learned to, you know, someone's emergency might not necessarily be the emergency that we need to help right now. And so that has been one of the lessons that I've learned, I will say, but discernment, man, you know, we do benevolence and do we want to help everyone? Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like having that prayer for a moment of like, okay, Lord, like really show here red flags. Like what do you, what is right? What is wrong? And so I really have learned how to just depend on the Lord when it comes to benevolence, because you can't do it alone. You do need that discernment um, in so many different ways. Um, and I have learned that, um, 
we, I think our world looks more broken than before and that there is a big, big need of just, you know, showing Jesus to people being a reflection of him. Um, and so how can maybe in an instance where you can meet that tangible need, but you can definitely give a phone call back to say, Hey, unfortunately won't be able to help. However, um, I do want to pray over your situation. And so I feel like also more people are more open to receive some of that and being like, you know, Hmm. yeah, definitely pray for me. I can take that. Um, when I felt like before it was more closeness. And so, that's those are some things that I've learned, you know, throughout the season and in time. Um, and then, you know, we are a team of two, like I said before. So how to be able to share the burden. And sometimes it's hard because especially when it comes to child welfare, I feel like you see some very heartbreaking stories. And so how to share that burden with your coworker and how to be able to always talk, you know, and um, and just talk it out with someone and not bring that home. Um, and not bring that pain home. And so, um, you know, there's days that we will get phone calls late in the day. And then, you know, you come home and you're like, oh, my word, all of this happened today and this awful situation that this kid is living in. And so um, always have someone that you can share that burden of whatever you're walking through. Um, that can always help. And um, to me, I think like the biggest thing um Probably the biggest, biggest, biggest thing among all the big things um, that I have learned is uh, ask the Lord for guidance in whatever is it that he's asking you to do or whatever he wants you to be um, as a church when it comes to missions. I think there's so many different things that are screaming, I need it, I need it, I need it. I mean, in the winter is become a winter shelter, you know, in this time is become this. And so how to be able to also tell your congregation, hey, you know, um, that's not necessarily where we are called to be right now, but there's other people that we support that are doing the job in a better way that we could do it. Um, because I don't know if you heard about the book When Helping Hurts, and I do think that just oh, it, oh, overall, yeah. you know, um, you are trying to be helpful by opening your facility, but you might not do it the best way, like a shelter that's already equipped and everything. And so those are some things like, okay, Lord, do you want us to be involved in this? You know, do, where do you, how do you see us here? Like, what's the role of Battle Creek um, in this moment? And just having him guide, and I would say that has really been probably just the salt or the good seasoning into this whole season uh, being here. Delmi has learned a critical lesson as she's led the missions efforts of the different sites at Battle Creek Church. Prayer has to be the first option, not the last resort. We'll get back to our conversation with Delmi after this brief message from One Child. Together we believe extreme child poverty has an end. And it starts with hope. Hope is a vision for a better future. A way to get there and the courage to try And it is built through the church all over the world, coming together as one global community to help children thrive. We create a partnership experience that reflects your heart for the world. Together, we find the point where our mission and vision intersect 
to address the needs of children living in hard places. Together, we are a community that sees children as solutions, not problems. A community with the courage to go to the hard places. A community that gives so children can thrive. Together, this is us. Your church, a shared vision, celebrating global impact through the local church. For more information, visit onechild.org slash partnership. I asked Delmi if she could share some examples of how strategic thinking has led Battle Creek Church's different campuses to come together for a single kingdom goal. Definitely. So we try to always do something as a whole, as a church. So we it, we'll call it like a one mission day um, and we do different things. So uh, what we've done in the past is just empower a local community that might not necessarily be at obviously a central location. Um, but it's awesome just to see. So there's a school downtown it's called Sequoia Elementary. And for the past three summers, because of the relationship that downtown was able to just develop and cherish with that school, opened the door for us to really come in and just love on the school. And so we were able to paint and to, you know, set up the billboards for the new year. And there was just this beautiful relationship that was able to be obtained by one campus that opened the door for all of us to come collectively and just love on that particular place. Um, So that is pretty awesome. I love that our church is Mm -hmm. always willing to say, hey, here we are whatever that is. And so usually throughout the holiday season, we try to do something where not only parents are involved or adults are involved, uh, but also their kids. We love to see families serve together. I think there's not a better thing that you can teach someone from a little age, like, hey, we're doing this together. Like we're going to, I want to show you what it looks like to serve and to love others. So we love when families come together. And so we've done Christmas Wonderland in the past. Uh, This past Christmas, that's what we did. And it was to love on all of this, you know, families that we um, love on a monthly basis at different campuses. But we they were we were all able to have them in one place with all the volunteers from different locations just to come and love. And you really get to see in that moment that there's no boundary. You know, it doesn't come like, oh, I'm from Midtown. I'm from downtown. I'm from Jinx. But it's a moment where everyone just gets to collectively just, hey, this is our purpose to love on them. And that's what we're going to do. And so we do have a couple of different things that we try to do together um, because at the end of the day, you know, we, we have always said we're six locations, but we're one campus. And so, um, so yeah, so that, those are some things that we've done. And then um, one of the things that we did throughout COVID was be able to put out uh, church member needs for whatever that was, if it was for groceries or if someone was unemployed, um, just helping them to get paid their electric bill, whatever that was. And there was one time that uh, someone reached out to us and said, well, this person is in need of a car. And, you know, and when you think of you're like, okay, I'm going to post this need out there. Who's going to say, have a car, it doesn't matter. And so, you know, you even guess and you're like, Lord, are you even going to be able to show up on this? I'm just going to be obedient. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to let them know that I'm going to put this need out there. And I remember that I even told um, Sarah, who works with me, and I said, hey, we're going to put it at all campuses because this is a big, big need. And we're just going to see whoever wants to pitch in or whatever that's going to look like. But to be quite honest with you, I never thought it was going to be met in full. 
And so within hours, I think that we posted that need. Another campus um, helped this person get that car and they were just able to wrap their arms around them and say, hey, you, you know, there was no relationship prior before and they did not know each other. The only thing that was common is that they are both, they both were, or he was walking through the situation that he walked before. And he said, I know what it feels to be alone and to be in a, hard moment, you know, with your family and I want to come alongside you and I want to help you. And so those are some of the beautiful things that we've been able to see or, you know, when a need gets funded by multiple campuses and just is able just they're able to just wrap their arms around that one particular need and help a church member from another campus. So um, those are some of the awesome stories that I would say. And then our mission trips usually are everyone together in one place. And so we promote all of our mission trips among all of our campuses. So that's recovery, or that is a young adults group, or that is a student team that's going out. Um, we like for everyone to interact with everyone. And so those are great opportunities because you do training, so you spend more time. And so it's fun to see some of these teams come back and develop a relationship and meet again outside of like, you know, people of their like daily routines or people that they would have never met in their life before if it wasn't for this, you know, one particular moment. Yeah. That's awesome. So imagine a scenario with me that um, you're, you're having coffee with the missions pastor of a multi-site church. They've just been hired um, recently. They maybe came from a single location church and they're trying to wrap their heads around this uh, this different approach and concept, what's the most important advice you'd give to that new missions pastor? I would say you got to always think every campus is going to look different and the need around is going to look very different everywhere. And so how can you share the love equally in a very, um, you know, like I said before, it's just, it looks different. And so how can you be flexible and you're able to be understanding, you know, that for some of them, um, are, they're not going to be open to certain things, but some of them will. And so having them, I would say always taking consideration, the opinion of whoever is that point person at a campus, um, and be able to just come collectively and say, okay, you know, Let's try to figure this out together. What are some things that we see as a comment, like comment that we can all wrap around our arm? And there's some battles, I will tell you, that are not worth fighting for. If they're already really invested in a particular thing that it's really helping their campus, then how can you help them empower them um, and not take that away from them? Because that probably is a part that it's very important for that particular um campus. And so always be able to be understanding that everything, every team, it's going to look very different and you're going to have to work with different personalities, different priorities. And I will say you get to be the light and the mediator in a lot of this. So be flexible as you can be. Um, yeah, that's probably my biggest thing. I uh, just learning how to balance everyone out, you know, and, um, and like I said, just listen, be a listener. And the first day it's going to be challenging and it's going to take time to see things kind of like take into, you know, be probably look the way you want them to look. Um, but it will take some time. I mean, probably I would say our first year, it was just 
you wanted to cry and you wanted to be like, what are we doing here? I just don't understand. And it takes some time and just persistence and patience. And then three years down the road, I feel like we have a solid grasp of where we are and we want to do. So I would say probably this year is a year that we are like, oh man, like we kind of know what we're doing. We have a, you know, we have a feeling, we have a group. (laughs) And so, but it's been a fun journey. Um, And I will say your biggest supporters are your church members. So you want to win every campus heart in some way. And so invest time with them, get to know them. Um, One of the things that we do is, you know, rather than then coming to us for us to help them or meet them, we go meet them where they are. And so we try to go and do trainings and do different things. And so for them to know that, hey, you're not alone. We may be in a different campus, but we are here for you. So those are some things that can definitely help out in just in this multi-site world. This is such an important conversation as more and more churches are going to the multi-site model. Here are three tips uh, that stood out to me. First, find a single focus that's at the heart of the church as a whole, and then build a larger missions effort off of it that every site can be a part of. And then second, get to know the DNA of each individual campus and then develop smaller missions efforts that allow each site to have their own unique approach. And then finally, remember that every campus will look different. So as a missions pastor of a multi-site church, you have to be very flexible. I want to thank Delmi for joining me on this episode of the Missions Pastor Podcast. If you want to learn more about Battle Creek Church, go to battlecreekchurch.com. And thank you for listening to the Missions Pastor Podcast. This show is presented by One Child. We are a global community of child champions that serves children in poverty so they can discover hope and reach their God-given potential. To learn more about how your church can partner with One Child to bring hope to hard places, go to onechild.org slash partnership. 